Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Templeton Elliott, and I'm joined, as always, by Mike Munsonrider and Jason from Frozen and Carbonite. This week, we're talking about finding ways to skate at home. But first, the new Vans video credits. Shari White spent most of the last year filming Fabiana Delfino, Brianna Gearing, and Una Farrar, along with the rest of the Vans women's team. Mike, you watched with your daughter. What did she think of credits? I'm gonna... It's tough to speak for a three and a half year old but i'm gonna say she enjoyed the video because she watched it all the way through um and i'll hedge that saying that her ipad needed to be charged so mickey mouse wasn't easily available at the moment but um no i definitely said hey do you want to watch a video with um a bunch of girls skating in it putting it into words she'd she'd really get and she dug it all the way through she was super interested in seeing girls skate obviously wanted me to say who was who each time um, I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Kyle Beachy, on Twitter about the whole thing. And, you know, just, um, yeah, we, I, I was a little geeked out just because she was so into it. Kyle noted it's great to have examples such as that, making just like widening the possibilities, uh, I guess, for my own kid to skate someday. Beyond that, I thought it was a good video. And I know, Templeton, you noted it in your notes. It's just a straight up skate video. And uh, it, looks like people cared about it and i think that's you know like in very basic terms that's a huge strength for it because i know we see so much stuff come out and i don't always think about this aspect but sometimes it doesn't look like people really cared that they were doing it but that's not the case with credits uh what did you guys think i thought it was cool you know 15 minute pro music supervision was better usual visual like it was either like blue blue electronic <laughs> music or like stock instrumental kind of like off brand and or whatever you know what i mean so that was like, yeah it felt like the girls chose their songs yeah, you know like always definitely the way to go yeah notable uh, fabiana ripped even though it was park footage like that uh sugar cane on that wall pretty crazy i'm, I'm torn was she going fakie or did it go fakie? You know, you know the difference in in what I'm saying. Yeah, she did one of those to fakie in the am scramble. So I think the to fakie was intentional. Okay, I mean, it, big old wall, a lot of sliding and everything. It was crazy shifty. So excuse me. Yeah, seems like going fakie is harder. Yeah, I I think it's a different. It's kind of a different trick with your hips. You know, you're doing two different things depending on which way you're gonna go. Yeah, I mean, I can't fucking skate transition, so I'll leave it leave it to you and Fabiana to figure <laughs> that one out. Yeah, I guess because it's a Vans video, like, park footage is okay. That's kind of their leaning shot. Yeah, she ripped, or Brianna definitely ripped, like, a cool custom and big shit. Yeah, definitely a fun little promo. Yeah, it's funny, like, I, I uh, went to go watch it, and I was like, okay, like, this is going to be, like, probably, like, a 30-minute video. I got to, like, you know, chisel out some time or whatever, and then... You know, the YouTube link popped up and it was 15 minutes. I was like, oh, sick. This is like the perfect um, length of time for me to watch a skate video. So I was hyped about that. Hyped that the names were in the video. Probably helped you out a lot, Mike, when uh, identifying all the skaters for your daughter. This is true. I I thought it was interesting that they opted for the uh, cropped HD into a 4-3 aspect ratio. I thought it looked good, and it I think it blended well with the film, you know, because the film is in that aspect mm-hmm. ratio. So it's, I thought it good choice and a, like a conscious choice that uh, Shari White made. The look of the video and that film really played well with the soundtrack that was kind of grungy, lo-fi, like 
like Jason commented on. Maybe not in those words, but yeah, good, good all together package. Yeah, I think the HD crop works well. It's a good way to go. Death. I don't know what kind of she had a death lens or whatever. Did it look like she had a death lens there type of thing? Uh, I'm not like super good at identifying that stuff, but I was kind of wondering and I, I caught a shadow of the filmer at one point and it looked like they were using a DSLR or some yeah, yeah, yeah. something in the in a rig like that. I mean, who you know, it could be anything in you know a little rig, but it definitely wasn't a VX or yeah, like yeah. a you know the big Panasonic whatever. Right, right, yeah. Along those lines, I was reading this old interview on Jenkum with uh, Anthony Clarival, the guy that did all the LRG, LRG videos, and he was like, "Yeah, VX looks better because the you know what I mean people just look better." Or Something along those lines with the four three ratios. You know, mm-hmm. one of the, we like the VX. Right, because the skateboarder is taller than they are long. Yeah, exactly. Just a more natural proportion. Right. What else was in there? Yeah, I've been a I've been a fan of Brianna for a long time. Just that like goth Manny skater, like weird ish tech that no complied and nose blunt was great. Um, did we already mention the impossible into the China banks? I'm sorry, no, I've been looking that at was, okay. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. Went to China Banks like maybe three months ago and could not carve uh, over one of the small benches. So oh, wow. props to anybody who gets anything at China Banks. And, then, yeah. and I, I couldn't even imagine like ollieing in, much less doing a trick in. Well, she's got one of the better impossibles out there, frankly. Just like a proper wrap. It's not like the, the like parallel to the body. I mean, Comparing anybody to Dylan Reader is, is not always fair to anybody but Dylan Reader, but, like, she's got a good impossible. Yeah, the the way it was filmed made it look like, you know, something Matt Hensley might do. It was tight. It also, oh, one other thing. Shout out Fabiana and Beatrice for rocking the, the best colorway with black stripe. One of those in the day. I think Salmon and Got Hats on. It might have been, like, a Ray Barbie colorway. It's something the best hmm. color. I didn't pick up on that. But I, as far as, like, the way people look i thought fabiana looked super cool out of everybody like i feel like she leveled up on like all in all respects you know like her skating leveled up from like her last appearances and then like i felt like her fits were on point i think the dad hat that she rocks is very mm-hmm. cool i would rock that yeah yeah uh, her uh her pro model is sick by the way it's like a freaking like skull shaped island that's like on fire i guess you know in or something with like yeah. a jumping over it. it, you know what I mean in the in the mold of the classic, you know Santa Cruz graphics are kind of along. Sick. We'll link to it in the show notes. When you mentioned the graphic, which I haven't seen, I was imagining uh, that old 101 graphic with the girl and the um, the like spark plug. I think maybe it was was it an Adam McNatt graphic? Oh, or Gabriel. I think that was I think that was a blind uh, Rudy Johnson. Uh, okay, yeah, I was imagining like the male version of that like <laughs> with like some hot dude or whatever and i was thinking that would be a sick graphic for fabiana that would be a interesting uh direction for graphics like crazy world graph yeah that'd be sick so have you guys seen any of uh shari white's other videos um ser- seriously and thanks i guess uh each with no vowels uh, if you're searching <laughs> I haven't seen either, but I'm definitely down to go check them out. Yeah, me neither. I'll uh, check them out. What's the one that you linked in the notes here? What did I link in the notes? Oh, I think I linked to the new Giddy video. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. Notes. yeah. 
but that that doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about oh, now, okay. other than the fact that it's a really fucking good skate video. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of videos that we're not talking about, um, both Nike and New Balance released uh, women's clips this week, and also there was that um, Alexis Sablone thing on Thrasher. So big big week for the ladies in skateboarding. You love to see it, for sure. Yeah, that was there was that one clip of Alexis doing a nollie flip with like crazy like flick the like, memes like there on the yeah went like semi-viral yeah yeah it's interesting like when i was watching um credits i was like this, this is rad like i'm stoked that like like the ladies have a rad skate video but i was kind of feeling like you know this is not a video that i'm gonna like return to probably but that alexa sablon nolly flip is definitely a fucking like universally awesome trick that like gets me hyped and like her nollie heel flips also are super good and inspirational um i don't know it's just kind of like i I felt like credits was like not really for me um but like that thrasher clip with alexis sablone was definitely more uh, more interesting to me than this video yeah, yeah, well, that's kind of the way skating is now, I guess. Like, there's little niches one thing. Might not be into it. It's definitely not, like, the day where literally, like, kind of, like, some people might never watch, like, you know, every single Brazilian or tech part that's, like, me, you know what I mean? That's just something that's cool about, you know what I mean, the culture. Yeah, I did, like, I, I, I dug that Credits was definitely, like, all up-and-comer young skaters, and I do trip... I guess <laughs> in relative age rankings that Alexis Sablone is only like 32. Last time I checked, maybe she just turned 33, but um, you know, you start doing the math on that. And like, she was a uh, in her middle teens for the PJ lab video. That is an accomplished person, Alexis Sablone. So always props to her and uh, always props to her. For sure. Yeah. Renaissance. Person. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like, uh- if we're just going to talk about Alexis Sablone and how rad she is, um, <laughs> I was thinking about all the all the Americans representing our country in the Olympics are actually representing skateboarding to the world. And to me, I was like, I think Alexis Sablone is like the best representation of a skateboarder out of all the people. You know, she she's what I think of as like a skater, you know, like way more than like a Nigel. Like, yeah, crazy, curious, polymath type person. Just, yeah, worldly. That really is the ideal of a skater <laughs> that we all aspire to be, maybe. Yeah, who else is on the, the men's team besides Nija? Louis Lopez, is he on there? Nah, he didn't make the cut. Make it, it's like one of those Jagger uh, kids. Jagger Eaton? Jagger? Yeah. Jagger? Jagger? I think it's a Jagger. I thought it was Jagger Eaton. Yeah, probably going to have to check and get back to y'all next time. I'm, we lo- know. I'm looking it up. It's <laughs> going to be in the show notes, obviously. Well, it's oh, yeah, good there you that, go. like, if we're that confused over it, it's good that NBC has until 2021 to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, I, geez, Jaeger Eaton, Jaeger Eaton. I feel like he was at one of the, like, 12 and under contests I did at the old third layer job when I worked there. I, I'd put money, I'd put two bucks on Jaeger. Man, you you judged an Olympian. <laughs> Oh, dude. Amazing. Jamie Foy was in those contests. Louis Lopez, Chaz Ortiz, Curran Capels. Like, it was a, this 12, year, 12 and under contest, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 
western suburbs there of like it was a who's who of who's next in skateboarding in like 2006 it was it was crazy and all those dudes ripped way back then i'm sure still trying to track down this uh team there's no names in this goddamn barracks video whatever it doesn't matter it'll be linked in the show notes please continue yelling at your podcast if you actually know this if all women's videos are a brand new subgenre. That's probably my favorite one out of out of that niche. Good vibes all around, and just yeah, like a cool promo, good vibes. Definitely want to see what Brianna would bring to the table on like a girl, like a full girl production. Ooh, yeah. Whenever that may be. Yeah, I am. I am waiting and hoping that they put a little bit more behind her. You know, like shit, incentivize more. Yeah, I feel like she's she's got the juice out of all the people in the girl camp right now griffin gas he's coming on he's coming on he's good but he's like just like a good skater you know like brianna is a good skater with like who's interesting yeah i think out of all the uh like younger girl dudes i think Niels bennett is probably the most ripping it yeah yeah he's pretty interesting he's he's a, a thoughtful skater yeah, based on his part in Reverb, which unless you have like like a hookup or something, probably won't. No, the homie Better Skate Than Never, um, he's a fellow gift maker from Tumblr. Uh, he uh, put it back on YouTube. Oh, wait, oh, is yeah, that, that, that guy? Was that that uh, Adidas video that just came out that what yeah, like yeah. The, the music rights expired, so it disappeared? Yep. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I noticed he had like posted some edit from Reverb, and I was like, dude. Do you have you still have the video? You should post it. And he was like, Oh yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> so linked in the show notes, reverb, unless it's gone already. Oh yeah, I know that guy. I've seen his Tumblr before. He's like the top gift makers in yeah. the elite, in the Last, elite circle of us. Okay, okay. Gift-free. One might call him like a prince. <laughs> a prince, like a like, <laughs> like a count baron. Yeah. Skate yeah, gift shout baron. Out, yeah, shout out Tumblr. I haven't really been on there ever since they uh, got rid of the porn. But yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's- man, it really fell off after that. <sighs> <sighs> that was such a such a tormented sigh. Man, I have eighty five thousand fucking followers on Tumblr, and they're all gone. <laughs> that tormented sigh was uh, legit. Okay. Yeah. Sorry for my coughing there. That caught caught me off guard. So like, good. So you still. Technically, I have eighty-five thousand followers. There's just not like they're not like active or whatever. Yeah, exactly. They're not there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, posts will get like a hundred notes or something. But whatever, that's life. So uh, we were talking about Alexis Sablone's uh, nollie flip before. Good place to practice your nollie flip and other background shit is your driveway or out in front of your house. Certainly. With skate parks filled in with sand and homie sessions put on hold, we're all having to resort to the number one spot of our youth, the driveway. Jason, how's your home skate set up? Yeah, here's my setup. I have a box that has fallen into extreme disrepair, so I, I need to pull some repairs on it. But anyways, yeah, I got a box with like a big old piece of angle iron and skate light on the top. Also have a manhole cover out front, so you can do tricks over that, like. That's my nice. setup. Is your street smooth? It's reasonably smooth. They just repaved it, but I don't know why, because it came out the same as it was. But uh, it, it's relatively smooth. It's smooth enough. It's not like fresh blacktop or anything. It's good. In the, in the summertime, when it's super hot, it gets kind of mushy. 
par for the core. Never gotten to building quarter pipes or anything like that. That's like kind of the next level. Uh, how about you guys? Well, I think as mentioned on the show, I built a quarter pipe maybe two weeks ago since we're, we're taping on a Thursday. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. Two weeks minus one day. Um, I built it on a whim, just kind of like, I need to do this because, what, I was a couple weeks deep in quarantine living at home. And I have to admit, it's kind of not the best quarter pipe in the world. It's pretty hard to skate. Even, like, it's not fun hard. Well, yeah, it's not fun hard to skate. Ended up being, like, two feet tall and, like, a three and a half foot transition, which is kind of a harsh ratio. Um, And then I'm also finding out, like, I hadn't built anything for a while. Or I hadn't built anything living at my house because my driveway is small. And it's all sorts of weird slope, like... You know, it's kind of on all different angles of a hill, and it's rough. So, like, I'm kind of just shrugging. Like, I live on a busy street. I got an alley, but it's all weird. So, um, wishing the quarter pipe was a little easier to skate, and uh, I'd be better off. But I'm trying. I'm trying. Templeton, you- did you use, like, a uh, blueprint, so to speak, or based on? <clears throat> so, I built a, a ramp with pretty similar dimensions with my dad when I was, like, 15, 14, 15. And so I kind of just went off that memory and then being around, you know, we're all around ramps one way or another, see people build them. Uh, yeah, I looked up on the internet how to draw the transition, and that was about it. Like, just kind of freestyled it. And big props to my alley neighbor, Wayne, who um, Wayne's got like a sixth sense to know when I'm like trying to use tools and blowing it. So he'll come over with like nice tools and and he, he he didn't he didn't do he didn't turn a screw. He just provided moral and like physical support, like literal support of like holding things. Um, yeah, I got to get more sessions on the ramp, and maybe I'll have a little bit better of a of a verdict. But um, right now, it's could have given it more transition, I think. But uh, I tried to cheap out and just do it with like you know as little wood as possible. So living and learning. I feel like that's a common mistake for ramp builders is like to make things too steep. You know, like, I feel like people err on the side of steepness when they should err on the side of mellowness. Yeah. Like, you you can have a lot of fun with a wedge ramp that's extremely mellow. But if your wedge ramp is too steep, it's very not fun. So that that's a pro tip. I, I don't disagree. What do you... What were uh, you- uh, sorry, what do you mean by wedge ramp? Just like a flat bank or something? or like a- Yeah, like a bank to, like, launch off, off of. You know, oh. no transition, just a just a wedge. Uh, a doorstop yeah yeah that's that's probably a good uh angle you know like check your doorstop and build a ramp to those specs and you'll have a good time so were you like what were you doing with granite slabs on your driveway templeton okay so um silas baxter neal had a private skate park had two private skate parks and he had these granite ledges in the park that were like the best grind ever you know and uh the building of for the first skate park got sold so they had to move and they cut these ledges out and took them to the new skate park but they didn't didn't use all of them so they were just like sitting there and then they got kicked out of their new location and they just had these ledge pieces and they're like these are free for the taking so i was like fuck i don't know what i'm gonna do with these but i can't just let them get thrown in the dumpster so i i grabbed them and Finally, in this quarantine with nowhere to go, I stuck them on top of a wall and got some grinds in on the most perfect granite I have ever skated. <laughs> How big are those? They're like 
Yeah, a couple feet by nine inches or what? Yeah, probably like maybe like six or seven inches wide. And uh, the big section is maybe like two feet long. And then the others are maybe like a foot and a half long. And I only have two pieces that actually fit together. All the other pieces, you know, when they find their final home are going to have to be like recut a little bit to for everything to meet up nicely. So I just had those two pieces that fit together perfectly to make them like skatable. And then as, as you can see on my Instagram, I use a ratchet strap to hold everything together, which worked out surprisingly well <laughs> for my little session. Yeah, I saw that uh, question for you. Did you consider using that, like, I don't even know what you call that, like, construction adhesive stuff to, like, glue it to your driveway masonry boom, together? I didn't want to go permanent because right, right, right. it's my front front yard, you know, and it just looks weird. Um, and also, I'd like to find a good permanent home for these pieces. Right, right. You know, right. I like some DIY or something. So I didn't want to commit to it with yeah. that. Oh, by the way, if you're making a box, I don't know who needs to hear this, but don't cheese out and put the angle iron on with that uh, construction adhesive. Like, screw them in and countersink the holes. Build my first box in the day, like my boy showed me how to countersink. Probably on YouTube or whatever. So if you don't know how to do that, it's super easy. L- little tip for whoever needs to yeah, yeah, use screws when you're building because you, you can correct any mistakes, rebuild, whatever. With screws way easier than with nails or like yeah construction adhesive is a real pain in the ass to deal with uh if you want to unstick whatever don't yeah. overthink it yes way back in the day at Hippoland, a kind of semi-famous diy here in richmond would have to re-glue the angle iron on ledges all the time well in those like concrete metal to concrete you, like the construction adhesive is just kind of like the best option yeah, 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 I was thinking about it. Like, I think you have to have a special masonry, mm. which is higher yeah. level than than we were going for with the freaking DIYs. Yeah, it was fun. Good times. Good times at Hippoland. Yeah, R.I.P. Hippoland. Yeah, one of my favorite DIYs ever. You guys have any uh, sketchy ramps, bad stories from from your past? Oh man, one time I made a box, but I got the plans for it. I like mail ordered the plans from Ramptech. Is Ramptech still around? I don't think so. Remember those I still, guys? I, I've seen, I was biking around the other day and I saw a Ramp Tech kicker just like abandoned in the street. <laughs> awesome. But uh, yep. yeah, so I made a little box. I made it short so I could fit it in the back of my parents' Suburban. So yeah, no, uh, fucking awesome car. Shout out to that. But, yeah, I made a little box with the uh, plans from Ram Tech. Again, this was before YouTube or whatever. So there wasn't like a knowledge base on which to draw do shit. So yeah, that was pretty fun. I'll bring it up to the schoolyard and skate or whatever. I don't know what the hell happened to my parents in the trash when college or whatever. Right. Man, that's so funny that you had to like pay money for instructions on how to build a box. You know, it's, yeah, it's right? like so free these days. But yeah, back in the day, me and my dad ordered the Thrasher Ramp Plans book and built a quarter pipe out of it. Um, or I guess we didn't really like follow the plans in Thrasher Ramp Plans, but we kind of like gained some knowledge from that and we built a little quarter pipe which uh we have we have a lake in our backyard and we put the plywood in the lake to like soak <laughs> overnight so that it could bend to the transition which was like a nice mellow transition like props to my dad for like deciding on a nice mellow transition for me but that was like my first introduction to 
skate construction and then yeah built tons of boxes and flat bars all kinds of other shit uh over the years flat bars they eh? would you use a, a settling torch there mm-hmm. i did i did weld a, a sk- i did weld a flat bar uh a couple of years ago my wife got Easy. me welding lessons for christmas so i went into this place and made a flat bar so that was pretty sick <laughs> right. um, but i found a sign post like you know those square ones with like the like holes in them every once in a while or whatever oh like, like a yeah yeah like a like for like a stop or sign or whatever, or whatever. yield or, yeah, yeah yeah exactly those make those are like super easy to work with and they're good for flat bars because like they're basically a little slightly wider than a two by four so you can just use two by fours for the legs like you have you have like one two by four vertically one two by four flat so it makes like a t and then on either side of the t You'll have like 45 degree angle, two by fours, and it's pretty sturdy and lots of fun. That's like a pretty easy project. See, that reminds me, the first thing we ever built, like my dad and I with the, with the skate buddies back when, was the PVC slider. Oh, yeah. Where it's like you get a two by six, that goes vertical on whatever base you want to build, and then you put the two pieces of, uh, it's probably like three quarter inch, probably, yeah, or maybe one-inch PVC piping that goes just above the 2 by 6 to give you a good, like, three-inch-wide slide grind surface. Great for feeble grinds, I would imagine, had I been oh, able yeah. to do them back in the day. But, yeah, that, that aforementioned quarter pipe that my dad and I built, four-foot transitions on, like, two feet tall or something, so it was a zippy little ramp that had, like, the same PVC coping on it. And um, for whatever reason, we could never figure out what to put at the bottom of the ramp so you could get up it. So we put, like, baseboard molding down there. <laughs> if you can picture oh, yeah. that. like Yeah, those, like, little, house. like, really thin strips of wood. Yeah, and it's, it's like, a wedge. Of your, but, uh, wall there. Yep, exactly, exactly. And it's not, like, a proper wedge. It's kind of, like, it rolls, and then we had one that had, like, a little crack in it. And so it was, like, then we... We took a piece of like really, I don't even know if it's properly proper to call it sheet metal, but we'd like adhere it on the bottom with this really thin metal. So it'd like under the ramp, under the molding, put them together, and there you go. And yeah, so skating that thing was like hitting a hard crack and then up this quick ramp to PVC coping. And like there's kind of like a psychoanalyzing process that now I understand why I like to skate some of the crappy stuff that i like to skate now because i grew up on it um if i have one other building story we built like a guy was like 10 feet long nine inch high box and we took that apart later when it got too little and we built like a five foot long 18 inch tall box i want to say which was kind of high and i definitely tried to backside nose grind it from straight on wheels got on top looped out and like you know don't quite picture in your head that, or yeah, that slam from Welcome to Hell where the dude ends up in the neck brace. But like, I got fully looped out, side of the like whole side of my head to my driveway, like asphalt. And um, I think that was the beginning of the end of uh, straight on nose grinds for me. Ooh. At the age of like sixteen or seventeen. Oh damn! Yeah, long decline. Get the straight on nose grind. Straight on nose grind is good if you're gonna do a nose grind pop out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. But shout out to tall boxes. I feel like that's a good, really good training ground. I had a friend. I still have a friend. 
John Chaplin, who's, uh, whose family owns a trailer park that has a tennis court, but we just took it over and we called it the TF and it was basically a skate park and we had a long low box and then like a tall box that was maybe like five feet long. And I felt like skating that tall box was really good for preparing us for like out in the streets to like be able to get your tricks on whatever, you know, whatever spots came our way. Yeah. It was like 12 inch or something. Oh yeah. Along those lines, if you're getting angle iron, go to an actual metal place. They have at Home Depot is okay. The stuff that they have at metal places is a little better. I think it only comes in like 20 foot pieces or whatever, uh, based on my experience, but Sometimes I have like little scraps on the seat. Check that out. There's like a place like in your area, usually like in the industrial part of town near the airport. Yeah, and probably less of a line than at Home Depot these days. Yeah, seriously, bro. Shit's crazy now. Yeah, props to Home Depot for being an essential service as deemed by someone. Helped me out in a pinch when I needed a quarter pipe. We'll add just on the the high box stories. Um, my buddy's dad used to work for a fiberglass place like a fabricator and so he ended up with again i'm gonna say that magic number for the weird taller ledge is like five foot long by three foot wide like maybe 16 inches high it wasn't as high as this other rando box that i built but he had just a a single piece fiberglass ledge of those dimensions and like our i want to say senior year of high school my buddy would just go straight home and skate that thing like this tall short ledge and i mean he could do every ledge trick after that like switching regular just uh yeah that box was really sick i wish i'd have uh, skated it more than i actually did that's that's like the uh the brian winning origin story like just, apparently according to legend he had a box a driveway and like neptune new jersey just skated all the time and learned every before he blew up it's a good way to go i feel like a box is like such a good uh facsimile of a ledge out in the streets you know like it, it's like prepares you really well for street skating um better than like being at a skate park i think it's kind of the jankiness and like maybe you did just buy that home depot angle iron that's a little like it's weirdly sticky and maybe a little yeah, soft yeah. for actually grinding like I, I knew what you were talking about jason it's like yeah, yeah. yeah that shit's a little crusty from home depot maybe yeah i love a good box i feel like i Nine times out of ten, I'd rather skate a box than a skate park. Even a good skate park that has a good ledge. Like, a box just, like, has, I don't know, it has, like, good feelings, you know? Like, had a lot of fun sessions with friends skating boxes. Yeah, more yeah. character. Yeah, plus more like, character. Plus, like, you know, that's, like, the joke about skate parks in at least New York or whatever. Like, there's a ton of them, but they don't really have, like, straight fucking ledges, you know? A ledge, some flat. I think, like, the uh, the park over at what used to be called Fat Kid Spot, if I recall. Yeah, that's all you need for a park. It's like some flat, like some quarter pipe, straight fucking... Like, yeah, I feel like skate park designers have to, like, they're, like, trying so hard to justify their fee that they're, like, over-designing. And it's like, dude, just, yeah, just give us a good ledge and, you know, 9 out of 10 skaters will be real happy with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned it in your intro, and I think we were all thinking of the Venice Park getting, getting sand-duned in. Is there... A flat ledge at that Venice Park. Oh, I went there a couple of times. It, oh, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I was thinking about the the pit. Never mind. Oh, oh man, you got to go to the pit. Yeah, yeah, I went to the pit a couple of times. Damn sick. It was, what was weird. that like? It was sick. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, there was sand coming in from the beach 
I guess. So that it got in your bearings or whatever. But yeah, it wasn't. It was fun. It was super fucking hot. It was ridiculously hot because it was August. And and, it seems uh, like like a concrete box where it's like yeah, yeah that like atmosphere just gets heated and stays yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. But no, the benches were good. Like the, little side story. When I was there, um, who else? Yeah, Jesus Fernandez and his brother and Daniel LeBron would be there like literally all day. 12 like in a day no matter how hot it was that look where they are now yep look where they are now you guys one of my buddies had i i can't put it together as well as i wish i could but he had some story about yeah just always seeing plenty of sketchy shit in the pit and then there was also like some well-known la pro skater i can't come up with a name but one day he was there and he had like a kitten that he was like keeping in a sweater at the session tight that's the whole story. I, I, it's like these weird, weird glimmers, you know, from uh, road trips long since past. I can't, I can't come up with anything else. But blind item. Yeah. But uh, yeah, about the Venice Park. I don't think there are ledges there. I think they're probably like a pyramid formation. But it looks like they'd be pretty hard to skate. Yeah, that park is trash. I've skated <laughs> it at least once. Uh, it's not very good. There's a good, like the small bowl is good and. I don't know. The big bowl might be good. I, I can't really judge uh, that. But the newer park is uh, unimpeded. The one with like the curved ledge and the tiny micro quarter pipe. You know, it looked like that was still skatable, as well as the like roller skate dancing area, <laughs> sand free. Like I don't want to get too crazy, but that Venice Park really is kind of like skate park id. In terms of like the scene there, the location, it's kind of like all the worst things about a public skate park, like sent through, <laughs> like put put through a muscle beach regiment just so it gets crazier and crazier, and then it's dropped there. I mean, just like clips from there just kind of have this cringy aspect to them. I don't know. No, yeah, I know that's a good good way to put it. You know, like skate park hit on a muscle beach regiment. <laughs> it's just crazy. I mean, that that one dude who's a local there who like is kind of stanceless is an amazing skater, but he's also just ridiculous. I don't know. No, yeah. I know what you mean. It's like uh, let's go see the. Gor- it's like let's go see the gorillas at the zoo. Like yeah, the vibe is terrible. Some people love it though. I guess if you're a local, like you're used to it, or maybe you thrive off that. Yeah, I mean, at least Ted Cruz is back in the park. <laughs> Liberate Venice Beach Park. <laughs> there have been a ton of good, uh, good tweets around the the park getting filled in. The someone pointed it out on Twitter, but the shot of like the bulldozer with the waves and the sand in the background was was fantastic. Yeah, somebody mocked up like a. Um, like a Tiananmen Square uh, person standing in front of the uh, tank, but with this version, it was a skater standing in front of the bobcat. That was pretty good. You know what I want is the the dude from the Sodi Trophy standing in front of the bobcat or whatever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somebody should make that happen out there. That's a that's a pretty easy Photoshop job, I think. For me, there Does he are have a no name? easy. But- I think he has a name. The Sodi. I think he does. Really? I didn't know that. Do yeah, some I research so. and maybe uh, link it in the show notes. Yeah, do some research. Right there. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. We're done here. Yeah. Rusty. There you go. Yep. Type, seriously, type in. Yep, you heard me. 
<laughs> yeah, so Rusty versus the Bobcat. Somebody make it happen. Well, if you're not satisfied with a box at your house or a standard quarter pipe, um, you can also hit the streets and, you know, do something for your local skate community, you know, pop off some knobs, wax up a ledge, bondo some cracks. You know, if you, if you got to leave the house, which you probably shouldn't, but if you do, be productive for your skate community. Yeah, I will, I will note, I did get a street session, a, uh, a responsible one with some buddies socially distanced. We went to the University of Minnesota campus, my alma mater, and it was bizarre out there. Like, the main... It's called the mall, and like college game day was there this winter. So like, it is a place typically populated, and I think, I mean, there'd be random couples of people walking through every now and then. But um, it is kind of an interesting time if you can do it responsibly to street skate. Not that I'm telling you to, but interesting time out there. Yeah, it seems like an opportunity not to be missed. Maybe we're hedging. Yeah, but if if you're out there. And there's a spot that you want to break in. I got to advocate for rub brick, two two coats of clear coat, and then wax. It's like totally worth it. Your spot's going to be way better. It's going to grind. It's going to slide. It's going to last a long time. So now's the time to like put in that little extra effort and hook up the ledge proper. I bet you'd be pretty stoked if uh, someone liberated some spots in your town, huh, huh Templeton? I, I would be so stoked to see some there's a few spots that i'd be really stoked to see come back from the dead which brings us to the end of our show where we talk about what we're stoked on mike what are you stoked on this week so i'm definitely stoked on the last dance michael jordan 97 98 bulls documentary uh i got a feeling jason might hit that so i'll leave it there i'm also stoked on bird watching which um <laughs> i was reminded of by uh, last week's podcast guest Ian Browning, who is tweeting about how weird it was that like he's you know quarantined out in New York City, and all of a sudden he's just like geeking out on birds. Um, I took the kid to the park today and got like way too excited after maybe five or ten minutes of paying attention to what was going on in this kind of like swampy. It's not a true nature preserve, but. Um, it's in the suburbs, and you feel pretty remote pretty quick, just about, like, based on the uh, amount of noise coming from the swamp and all the bird calls. I think I saw, like, a female wood duck, but it was way too red-looking from my recollection. Very interesting bird. Saw some bluebirds. Uh, saw these dope little blackbirds with some orange hits on their wings that I couldn't <laughs> didn't have time to find the name for. They also had some crazy calls, but... Um, I know, like, the news abounds right now with ways that nature's kind of, like, taking things back um, with all the humans indoors. So uh, maybe it's not a bad time to start paying attention to the birds. Yeah, shout out the birds. Uh, do you have a Peterson guide? No, that's a that's a fantastic idea, though. Yeah, get, get your regional Peterson guide. I've got one for the West Coast because, uh, like, my parents got it for me because when we moved out here, you know, I was used to all the east coast birds which i know you know pretty well so i didn't really need a guide but like out here i was like oh shit like what this is a weird ass bird what is this and what's this bird and what's that bird so yeah cop the peterson guide awesome they, we'll do they have uh other timber wolves out there in the minnesota country you know probably yeah. not this far south within the state right, right. 
get up on the iron range though i think i think you're gonna find some wolves we have this uh we have this persistent thing there's a there's an island in lake superior called isle royale like you can count on like every three weeks or so like there's gonna be a story about the wolf population like on minnesota public radio so like we're definitely up on our wolves that out nice. the timber wolves yep always next season baby <laughs> uh jason what are you stoked on well like uh mike referenced before i too am stoked the michael jordan chicago bulls documentary the last dance i guess they're running it for five sundays in a row first couple were last sunday and yeah i mean it's super sick if you followed the nba at all during that era i always hated jordan because my favorite team was the Pistons, school or whatever, but it's crazy just like all the behind. Especially since there was no social media back then like that. So yeah, it's definitely crazy. Along with, you know what I mean, everyone on NBA Twitter is following it, you know, tweeting along. That was a title. So, uh, yeah, definitely stoked on that. Also, Elas put up a couple raw footage edits up on Thrasher in the past week. That's one of my favorite videos of the past few years. Uh, there's like one from Barcelona, one from Paris. Some new stuff, some stuff that's already in the vid, fellas, so... That's really sick if you're into uh, the Eurotech type of skating. And still stoked on Venture Trucks, even though the foundry might be uh, not active at the moment. But you know what? As long as you're riding Venture Trucks, the spirit of Awake. And so, yeah, still stoked on Venture Trucks. Yep. Pour them trucks. Pour them. Pour them. Oh, we got it. We got everyone. Uh, I am stoked on walking. Uh, just going for a walk. Feels, feels good. Good to get out of the house. Good to, like, get rid of distractions uh now i'll as i'm walking i'll be looking for birds but just just walking is what i'm stoked on not much else going on here really <laughs> man since you guys are all stoked on it i too will start looking out for birds yeah, man. just doing yard work over. It's, a, it's a good add-on to being outside definitely that's a good way to put it yeah so listeners send us sick bird pics i'll share them <laughs> in the instagram stories oh uh, I was gonna say Templeton can't remember. Did you 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 set a new uh, land speed record on your bike, didn't you? I did, but now it was fifty two point something, and now I feel like maybe Strava's speed thing is not very accurate because like I didn't feel like I was going that fast, and it was like <laughs> raining, and it's like <laughs> there's no way I could have been going fifty two fucking miles an hour in the rain. Uh, like that that sounds really fucking scary. Maybe uh, you just hit that Sean Young zone and just you're was that shit. Maybe yeah, yeah, Sean Young pushing down hills and fucktards or something. You just got to that level. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'm at that level. Okay. So now, now I'm like dubious about all my land speed records. Um, so I'll probably stop reporting on them. But it, it's still fun to go fast. And that's it for our show this week. Be sure to check out mostlyskateboarding.net for links to the things that we talked about and other show notes. Um, while you wait for next week's show, you can keep up with us online. Jason, where can the people find you? On Twitter, at Carbonite1994. On Instagram, at Frozen Carbonite. And writing stuff for Quarter Snack. New stuff coming soon. Sick. Mike, where can the people find you? I'm on both Twitter and Instagram, at M Munzenreiter. How about you, Templeton? I am on Twitter at Mostly Skate and on Instagram at Mostly Skateboarding, where you can DM me bird pics uh, that I can share out with our uh, followers. Um, Yeah, have a good one. Later.